0: The let's go Brandon meme comes to Canada or is it fake news, we'll break it all down. I'm Candice Malcolm and this is The Candice Malcolm Show. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Candace Malcolm Show today. Thank you for supporting the podcast and listening to it. And thank you to everyone who tuned in last night. We did a live stream, a live event covering the Alberta municipal elections and that really important question on equalization, on the future of Alberta's sort of role in fiscal federalism and role in confederation more broadly. One of the reasons that True North exists and one of the reasons I think we've been so successful over the past few years as a voice, an independent media voice, is that we We tell the other side of the story, we cover issues that the legacy media ignores and I think that this is a great example of it. We hosted our live stream, we interviewed um, some great guests from across Alberta to talk about the different aspects of the night and the various races that were going on and what we heard uh, over and over again from from our guests, from uh, Danielle Smith, Sheila Gunn-Reed, Vitor Marciano and Dr. Bill Buick. Uh, they all sort of reiterated this idea that the media in Alberta was hardly covering this election, that the the mayoral race in Edmonton wasn't getting a lot of attention, the one in Calgary was. But the question of the referendum, um, there was hardly any campaigning, there was basically no coverage outside of Alberta. Uh, for, for those of us living outside of Alberta, we barely heard anything about it. And you know, given how important it is, the consequential nature of a vote like this, in, in and really in Alberta's role in the future of Canada, it's a little surprising that the legacy media just barely covered it, didn't pay much attention to it, hardly even a headline. And again, I think that's why we have found our nation, found some uh, success in this challenging media space in Canada. And so I really encourage you to go take a look. We had a lot of fun and it was always a great time. Uh, Joined by my colleagues, Andrew Lawton and uh, my colleague, William Macbeth, who's usually a behind the scenes guy, but he's based out in Calgary and he joined us for the sort of role of um, decision desk and, and breaking down the answer. So that was a lot of fun. And I will admit one of the things that I kept hearing about in the chat, in the comment section, both on Facebook and YouTube, people wanted to talk about the let's go Brandon meme. I kept seeing that let's go Brandon pop up in the chat, and I thought it would be amusing and fun to spend a show talking about this meme, what it means, where it came from, sort of what it means in terms of the cultural moment that we're living in, and yes, how there's a little bit of a Canadian aspect that we will get to later in the show. So, so. You know, I'm, I'm a creature of the internet. I'm a millennial. I like to know what's going on online. So whenever there's one of these memes that are sort of going viral, I like to quickly understand what it's all about. And I'm surprised that many people don't know what it means or, or what what we're talking about. I was talking to a friend yesterday and I, I mentioned Let's Go Brandon and they didn't know what I was talking about. They had seen it here or there on social media, but they didn't know what it meant. And I was a little surprised uh, that someone didn't know what it meant. So uh, I, th- I thought, hey, let's let's break it down on the show. Let's go through it. So where did, where did this come from? What is Let's Go, Brandon? What is this meme all about? So it started back on October 9th, which was Thanksgiving, long weekend up here in Canada. And down in the States, they also had a long weekend. It used to be called Columbus Day. Now it's called something else. But after the Xfinity NASCAR race at the Talladega Super Speedway, Brandon Brown, the NASCAR driver, had just won his first race of the season. And he was being interviewed live on national television on NBC Sports by a... reporter in front of a large crowd of fans who were all chanting something. I'll just say they were chanting something. And so the interview sort of went viral. It's really amusing. I'm going to play it uh, for you because it is glorious. It's hilarious. But the crowd is very clearly chanting something about Joe Biden. And for whatever reason, the NBC Sports host plays this clip of the crowd saying, you know, Brandon, you just won this race, and now you can hear this crowd cheering for you. And, and it's pretty clear that, that they're not cheering for him. Um, but 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 she says, they're saying, let's go, Brandon. When, when um, I'll, I'll leave it up to you uh, to determine what you think it is that they're chanting. So let's play this clip. Thank you to all of our partners. Oh my God, it's just such an unbelievable moment. Brandon, you also told me, as you can hear the chants from the, the crowd let's go brandon brandon you told me you were gonna kind of hang back those first two stages and just watch and learn what did you learn that helped you there in those closing laps oh my god it was uh learning how each line didn't uh, stay to one and everything shifted top to bottom so much so the clip went viral and it went even more viral when donald j trump jr shared this tweet he he posted it on twitter with the caption i'm pretty sure they're not chanting let's go brandon as the nbc reporter is telling us what do you hear and then he has the hashtag fjb which stands for i won't say it but f joe biden and so You can see that clip got 4 million views just there on Twitter. So what is the origin of this chant? Why were they chanting it at the NASCAR Stadium, the Talladega Super Speedway? Well, apparently these chants have been heard at college football games throughout the season. For the entire school year since September 4th, according to Old Rose Sports, the chants were first heard at four college football games in the American South on the weekend of September 4th. That that was in Alabama, Virginia, and South Carolina. China, and now they're basically a feature at college football games across the country according to joe biden's presidential wikipedia page it says this with approval ratings falling in september 2021 chance of f joe biden were heard at several college football games in the south before spreading to other ncaa stadiums and then even more sporting events throughout the country chance were heard at the 2021 Ryder cup a boxing match the talladega super speedway spark 300 september 11th mlb matchup between the yankees and the the Mets and NFL games between the Jets and New Jersey. So the fact that it's made its way to Joe Biden's official Wikipedia page is quite something and now we just hear this chant everywhere. It was at a New York Yankees game. New York Rangers hockey game. The LA Dodgers were playing the San Francisco Giants in a playoff game, and they were chanting it out in California. It was heard at a couple of different concerts. It was heard at a congressional baseball game played in Washington, D.C., get this, where Joe Biden was actually in attendance. And it even broke out at a food court where a bunch of women were eating lunch or dinner at a food court, and they broke out in this FJB chant, and uh, and now and now the chant has even gone global on october 11th protesters were in rome italy and they started chanting f Joe Biden outside the us embassy the protests were in response to mandatory vaccines in that country And there was also another chant in Europe, out in Germany, where the Let's Go Brandon chant or F. Joe Biden chant uh, could be heard by a group of protesters in Germany. And it gets even more amusing than that. The Let's Go Brandon or the F. Joe Biden meme chant has made its way into popular culture, into music. The number one song right now on the Apple iTunes music list in the rap category is a song called Let's Go Brandon by Loza Alexander. It is number one. It beat out Drake and Little Nas X on iTunes and it is number two overall in all categories. The song's gone viral on TikTok, on Instagram, and it's got millions of views already on YouTube. So I'm gonna play a bit of this song, and I will warn you, it is a little bit graphic. I won't bleep out the F part, but you you get the idea that this this song, he's saying, we know what they're really saying. When you say, let's go, Brandon, we know what they're really saying. And then he goes into quite the tirade against Joe Biden, where he calls him a communist and uh, basically says that the whole country has turned against him, so let's play a bit of that. And I say it with a passion as I pull off in the ass, dump. don't nobody like his ass, huh? Try to cover up and tell the people, go, Brandon. Huh? But we know what they say and no. You can hear the chant in every post. Don't nobody want this comic cause we not in China. Everybody hated Trump and now they have to catch a body. That's what they get for treating us like we in square games. Green light mandate like this insane. And I say that this let's go Brandon meme has come to Canada because there was a memo circulating on social media again it was getting millions of views on Twitter and on different social media sites alleging to say that the Canadian government was banning any use of the euphemism let's go Brandon the anti-Joe Biden euphemism let's go Brandon that if any civil servant was found to be using this meme they would be fired immediately so this is the document and let me just say I saw it on Twitter and we at true North held off on reporting on this because it just didn't seem real. I've worked in the Canadian government before, and there, there were a few things that were a little bit off. First things, it wasn't a screenshot. It wasn't a file that had been documented. It was a printed piece of paper, which is just a little bit odd for a memo to come out in that form. Also, the way that the top of the paper is indented, it didn't look authentic. The way that the date was written was a little bit off. So there were some weird formatting issues that didn't make this look real, which is why we at True North didn't run with it right. Right away, uh, but I will just say the reason that this thing did go viral is because let's be honest—you could imagine the Canadian government putting something like this out. This is this would be like par for the course for the Trudeau government um, to ban a meme and to say that anyone sharing a meme is what racist, violent, alt-right, whatever—and and so it was it was believable, which is I think why it did go viral and it got reported in a few different outlets in the U.S. So it says this. Good day, this is a formal notification that all government correspondence must be professional in nature and approved by department heads. When applicable, all correspondence must be vetted by the PMO for framing and message prior to public disclosure or internal distribution. Then it goes on to say that the use of colloquialism and sayings with intended double meaning or offense are strictly prohibited in all means of correspondence communication, specifically the use of the wording, let's go Brandon, and any variation thereof under any circumstance, is banned by the Canadian Public Service. Please contact your department head for the applicable writing references. We've been informed that this will be zero tolerance issue within the management structure. This position is fully supported by the leadership of PSEC. So you can tell right there that this isn't even written in proper grammatical English, which again was a bit of a red flag. And why we did think it was fake? Well, according to the National Post, they have confirmed that the memo is fake, it says thousands have shared an image of a memo that appeared to be threatening canadian civil servants with immediate dismissal if they use let's go brandon according to tristan hopper over the national post he says the federal government said it had nothing to do with a memo shared widely across the internet purporting to order a ban against usage of the term let's go brandon by canadian civil servants Let's Go Brandon is used widely among conservative circles as a euphemism for F. Joe Biden in reference to U.S. President Joe Biden. It originated two weeks ago when NASCAR driver Brandon Brown was being interviewed live on camera in front of a crowd chanting F. Joe Biden when the NBC anchor misinterpreted it as a supportive chant of Let's Go Brandon. Over the weekend, thousands of people shared an image online of a paper memo that appeared to be threatening Canadian civil servants with immediate dismissal if they use Let's Go Brandon in internal communications. And then he just goes on to dismiss it, saying, By Sunday night, the memo was making headlines across U.S. conservative media outlets. Canada threatens to fire federal employees using Let's Go branding correspondence. Reads one typical headline in The Daily Wire, one of the United States' most trafficked right-wing news outlets. The image appears to have originated from a small anonymous Twitter account claimed to be based in Richmond, Virginia. And the account said that the memo came to me in a DM from a Canadian friend. I wasn't looking for any more followers or likes. I have known this Canadian friend for quite some time, and, he, and they have always sent me the truth, he wrote. And he, he continues by saying, Canadian government departments are not known to promise immediate dismissal without recourse or label union representation. A policy that the memo claims has received support from union leaders, PSAC, The public service union mentioned in the memo is currently a strong opponent of policies to punish or dismiss civil servants who refuse to be vaccinated. So the whole thing doesn't add up, and here you go, according to the National Post, they say it is just not so. It's just not real. It is fake news. But I think, again, the reason that so many people shared it, the reason why U.S. outlets reported on it is because it's something that could be true. It's within the realm of possibility, given the insanity of the Trudeau government and the way that they push their heavy-handed totalitarian measures. And again, I think that this is why the whole let us go Brandon." meme is is taking off. You know, the media can sort of write it off as a fringe right-wing phenomenon. But again, that doesn't really explain why it is the number one hip-hop song in America right now, why it is being chanted at uh, stadiums and concerts across the U.S., including in very staunch blue areas, staunch pro-democrat areas like California and New York. I think that what is happening in our culture is that we are hitting a tipping point. People are just so sick of the heavy-handed COVID mandates, the heavy-handed rules the restrictions the ongoing never-ending lockdowns rules masks vaccines all of it people are just tired of it they want to live their lives they want their freedom back and they are just sick of heavy-handed measures so that is why they're saying f you to joe biden that is why a fake memo um, of justin trudeau banning the use of the meme um, is so realistic and so believable because people just they've had enough and this is a way to to fight back you know this isn't going to the ballot box and voting them out because we can't do that right now but what it is is the culture the art the the internet culture uh, fighting back pushing back making a mockery of the the culture of the media of the sitting president saying enough is enough and this is one of the best tools uh, that we have to push back and it's good to see when the culture is pushing back against the dominant left-wing norms because we, we all think that The culture is dominated by the sort of woke left-wing culture, but it, it isn't. It isn't. This shows that there is pushback. Um, from the sort of common sense side of the world, pushing against the woke left uh, totalitarian mindset uh, that we see in so many left-wing leaders and politicians and cultural figures. So again, it's, it's silly, it's lighthearted, it's a meme, but again, it's an important cultural moment showing how so many people have had enough and this is how they are pushing back against the totalitarian dominant left-wing ideology. I'm Candice Malcolm and this is The Candice Malcolm Show.